you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to do right now, glory to God. I believe there's, I, I know, I don't even believe. I'm past the point of believing. I know. I know there's, ooh, I know there's, there's, there's some people in the room tonight, glory to God. It's time to come back home. This, this living in the house and living outside the house isn't right. I'm talking to the people who have not 100% in with, 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 with your walk with the Lord. You've been living out and coming back when it's comfortable or when you've had too much and, 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 and getting dried off and, and kind of like, oh, it's nice to have a warm cup of food, but I'm going to go back out and live back to my sinful life. It's t- tonight's the night to say, no, I'm crossing the line. I'm going to live 100% for Jesus from this point on. Tonight's the night. Oh, it's time to come back home. Oh, it's time. He's calling out to you. And he's making me sing it, so you know it's, you know it's right. I know you're out there. I know you're out there. And if you've never accepted Jesus, and you'd like to accept Jesus right now and be forgiven of all your sins and all of the dumb stuff that we've done, There's only one way to heaven, and that is through the Son, Jesus, who died for us and rose again. The Bible says it so clearly. It's one of my favorite verses. It just says that if we believe in our heart and confess with our mouth that Jesus is the Son of God, we shall be saved. This isn't religion. This isn't to to do something so many times a day and, and pray so many times a day or read so many times a day. This is a relationship with Jesus, the Savior, the Son of God. The Bible says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There's only one way to be made, made, made perfect, and that's through Jesus, accepting him who was perfect in our place. And so I want to extend that to you right now. If, if you've never accepted Jesus and you'd like to do that tonight on this special night that he, has, he seems as though he's, he's made a, a choir all for you. Or if you've never, you're not 100% in, but tonight you'd like to cross that line and be 100% in tonight and say, man, from this night forward, Lord Jesus, you're my everything. I'm not living out anymore in the muck and the mire. And it doesn't matter what the muck and mire is. We've all had muck and mire, but we got cleaned up by Jesus from the inside out. Glory to God. He's about the inside out. And so tonight's your night. If that's you, just raise your hand with me. I just want to say a prayer with you. If the, if, the, if the Holy Spirit and the Lord is speaking to you, and I can't really see anything. Now I'm still blinded. Just raise your hand with me. And we're going to say a prayer. If you'd like to go 100% in with the Lord. Oh, I know you're out there. Praise God. We got Houston for takeoff, ready for takeoff. I'm reading your shirt. Come, come, off, come off for us. We, I can say a prayer with you. Is there anyone else? Who else is there? Glory to God. I'm cool with one, too. I'm cool with a hundred. I'm cool with a million. A million? Yeah, I want to see a million hands go up one day. Praise God. Yeah, you can just come on right, right down here. We'll just, I'll jump down. That's how young I am. Praise God. Oh, look, this is so awesome. I love our church. As we're getting ready to pray, I see people starting to stand up in honor, in honor of what's happening here tonight. Praise God. Well, we're all going to say the prayer with you. Amen? Let's, Let's just...
I've already done it, but I kind of want to. Want to recom? Yeah, go all in. Oh, cool. Say, Father God. Thank you for sending your son to die for me. I believe in him. Thank you for forgiving me of all my sins. From this day forward, I'm 100% in. You're my Lord. You're my Savior. You're my King. Thank you, Jesus, for dying and resurrecting for me. Father, I confess that Jesus is Lord. And he's my Savior. Thank you for forgiving me, setting me free, loving me, washing me clean. In Jesus' name, amen. Can I pray for you real quick? Is that okay? We're, the whole house is actually just going to start praying for you. Like, no one's going to touch you, but I'm going to touch your shoulders. Is that okay? Yeah, I just, I just want to pray a blessing over you. Is that all right? Amen. Amen. I get this, I get this uh, just so you know. Like, what, what the Holy Spirit's showing me right now is, like, I want to pick you up. Like, literally, I just want to grab you by the elbows and, like, pick you up. Now, I don't know what significance that has to you, but I, I need to let you know that, like, like uh, he sees you high and lifted up and worthy and amazing, not thrown away or pushed to the side. Is it starting to make a little more significance? Praise God. I'm gonna, can I touch your elbows? I just want to pick you up, man. Thank you, God. Father God, thank you, Holy Spirit, that you bless her in a mighty way. Holy Spirit, that you, you are our comforter. Your word says you're, you're our comforter. Comfort her right now. Wrap your, wrap your arms around her and give her that daddy hug. That daddy hug, oh, that she longs and yearns for. That she's accepted. She's loved by you. She's cherished. She's not... Wow, she is seen by you. She is seen by you, and you have picked her up and lifted her up and said, look, she's my daughter. She's amazing. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for her and what she can do for your kingdom. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 God bless you. What's your name, Houston? Kalia. Kalia? Oh, that's a beautiful name. I love your name, Kalia. That's awesome. Well, why don't we go ahead and be seated? See what we're going to do. Is it, is it okay that I haven't looked at a watch or a clock? Is that okay? Is that a, <laughs> we might just keep going. I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I, ha I, have, I have, like, things stirred. I hope I do, right? I hope, I hope a preacher that stands behind a pulpit has stuff that's stirred up in them that they want to preach about. But the Lord, like, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to preach about that. But what, what is continuing to stir in me, um, I definitely have never even preached on before. But what continues to stir in me right now is, is to urge us um, encourage us to realize that 
we should be so thankful of how blessed we are. And you know, um, I don't know, maybe it's as you get older, you know, when you talk to the young pups or you remember how we were when we were young, we would sometimes think what, what blessed would mean to us and, and all that, but as we get older, more mature. I'm going to say more mature. Um, and we, ex- we get to have a, an encounter with our God like we have tonight. It just pushes all the worldly stuff, like, who cares? Who cares? All the things that we stress about, all the things that, that are going on in our, in our lives, like, who cares? For whatever we need, if we just receive and take it now, take it now. If we would remember to get into the very presence of God, like tonight, on our own, I wonder how much less burdensome and stressed we would be when we would keep our eyes on him. I mean, the Bible does say that, right? Keep our eyes on things above, not on things below. If we would, if we would remember to sit back and say, God, I just love being in your presence, and I just love you, Father. I love you that you blessed me with my health and blessed my family with their health and blessed our family to be saved, to love people. Father, I, I just, I'm blessed by you and I thank you. And I put away my agenda and God, I just want to know what, you, what you, you yearn for me. What do you want from me today, Father? What do you want from my family? And when I say that, I mean, like, what can we do for you? It, it not always being, you know, as a, as a parent, remember, remember when, I hope it stops as the kids get older. So if you have an older child or, like, an older, like, high school kid and they're still doing this, God bless you. You should take a hold of what you needed tonight and received it. But, like, remember when the kids would, like, just sit there and nag you? For what they wanted like daddy daddy can I have that can I have that can I have that can I have that and some of us would give in just get them to be quiet it's like fine just have the gum have the whole pack of gum all at one time um, try some super glue and uh, and uh, but you know the times that were amazing like I have two girls I don't know what it's like to have a son it probably would have been great to go out and have a catch with them play basketball in the driveway. But you know what's amazing about having daughters? <laughs> I miss it. I mean, I, I still have them, but you know, they're 20, 23 and 21. They don't just now, Pastor, when was the last time Pastor Witt just came next to you on the couch and just like snuggled in and was like, Dad, I love you. This morning, she came over this morning for coffee and was like, it's your birthday, Dad, I love you. <laughs> I'm looking for Pastor Witt to come up and hit me. Um, <laughs> No, but um, I miss that as, as a dad of daughters where they would, like, they would just come up and snuggle in and, just, and they wouldn't ask for anything. They just wanted to be with you. You know, I remember, you know, obviously I've been married for a little bit and, um, you know, I remember being a, a young 
husband. And, um, you know, when you're a young husband, you look forward to some things. Um, and that's appropriate. You're married. But you know what's awesome? And all the young people in here are like, you're crazy, Pastor Bill. But, like, you know what's amazing? I love spending time with my wife on the couch, on the golf course. And when I'm saying spend time, like time that you guys don't know what we talk about, the times we get to confide in one another, to hold one another, not ask for things of each other. Hey, I need this from you tomorrow. Not the to-dos thing. I'm saying the times where we just, and we get to hold one another. It's times like that that I, I believe tonight was very similar to where the Lord was just like, whoo, my kids, my kids. Because it was really, maybe I missed it. I don't think I did. But like it was almost this thing of like we weren't even really having to ask anything. We were just receiving. And that's the Father's heart. He likes us to ask for things, too, because he told us to pray. I'm not, don't, I'm not getting in a ditch here. I just want us to be very aware of tonight that I want, like, if I could, if I could reach into your, like, insides and, like, steer you for a little while, like, I want us to remember that nights like this can be tomorrow morning, too, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day, and the next day. You know, as, as we've been, as a, as a church, and as Pastor Mark has been leading this church, um, at least it's been apparent to me that, that there is a very, almost plain as, plain as sight. Like, if you can't see it, I'm like, what's wrong with you, type of thing. But it's, it's super interesting to be looking back over the course of, of, a, of a little bit and be like, oh, it's totally easy to see what God's doing with us. He's preparing us. On Sundays, he's preparing by the messages that Pastor Mark's bringing. On Wednesday nights, with what the Holy Spirit is leading to do in a, in a sudden unction. It's like, oh, he's teaching us something, isn't he? He's teaching us how to have a, a deeper, a deeper relationship with him so that we can carry out what he's called this church to do. I'm one to sit back and say, not say this. I'm one to not say this, hey, when the revival hits. No, I believe we're in a revival. We're seeing, we're seeing and experiencing things that most churches don't. But I've also, I've also been in, in um, I've visited a revival before where it was like, it's a lot going on, y'all. Like, I love, uh, you know, I love everyone that, that serves here. It's amazing. We have an awesome church. But I remember being in, in Florida at a revival and watching the, the, the people out in the parking lot serving. They were serving several thousand people all day, five services a day. At least that's what it was when I was there. And they were delivering waters and shades and umbrellas and working and and they were serving the people to go into and get ministered. And, and I remember seeing, I'll never forget this, I remember seeing a rather larger person 
Um, we were sitting over here in about the third or fourth row of the church, and, and I remember seeing him as the, as the evangelist uh, Steve Hill called out an altar call, and I remember seeing this man like, I was young, I was a young man, I was about 22 years old when, the, when I saw this, and I saw this, this man run, and I mean, he was running with everything he had, and I remember standing there going, what's he running for? Like, they're gonna wait. I'm, I'm, that's what I, I can remember thinking that. And he was running as though if he didn't get there soon enough, he wasn't going to make the altar call. And this guy, you know, I, I just couldn't believe it, man. This guy was running, and he's, he's trucking it, and he's bouncing. And he gets to about the second row, and he just goes, whew. And he, he Pete Roses. He, like, face slides, Right? I don't know if you've ever tried it, if you want to try it right now so we can all laugh with you. You don't slide on carpet very well. So this rather large man hits the floor and like the body comes to a kind of a stop, but his face hits. And I remember sitting over there, I'm like, oh, nothing happened to his face. And he crawled. This is when I lost it. I started bawling. I went from like, why is he running? to bawling, this man starts crawling to the altar. And I'll never forget that image for the rest of my life, I hope. The very presence of God was so tangible, there was nothing that was gonna hold him back to get there and to take hold and to receive what was his. And I just want us to, to understand, I hope, I'm, I hope I'm doing at least a 50% good enough job. The rest I'm going to rely on Pastor Mark here in about 30 seconds. I want us to, like, not forget. Not forget what God did for us tonight. Because what he did for us tonight was so that we could do for others on their night. But that only works as if we're willing to go do for others. And I just like, again, I, I want to encourage you, like, don't let the freedom and the glory that you receive tonight stop with you. For if it stops with us, this is, this is stupid. I don't, don't let it stop with us. Let what, let what, glory to God, thank you, Jesus. He wants to do something so powerful. Oh, no, duh. No, he wants to do something so powerful here that it goes around the world. It's not, pastor, it's not just for the Treasure Valley. <laughs> he wants to do something so powerful that it goes around the whole world. Well, how does that happen? With us. There's going to be some that go. The Bible talks about it. But there's going to be some that come. There's already some that are coming. I don't know how many months ago it was that, that pastor got a word. It was like, oh, hey, start praying for people that are visiting from out of, out of the area for anointing and blessings and favor. Start praying for them so that when they go back, they, they carry back what they received here. So bring in, bring, you know, like, uh, like 
those big, huge, like, ocean liners that, like, go out and deep-sea fish, like, up in Alaska, you know they have to go into, like, harbor and get worked on to go back out? I wouldn't be surprised if this, this house... This location on the face of the earth right here becomes a safe harbor for people to come in, get cleaned up, restored, rejuvenated, set back on fire to go back out to the nations in the world to show everyone that Jesus is the Son of God. I, in fact, won't, will not just not be surprised. I'll be shocked if it doesn't happen. I'll be shocked. What's happening, what's happening and what's going to continue to happen and continue to happen and like it's going to be a snowball effect of just picking up speed and power and size and, and bigness and, and effectiveness. Books are going to be written about it in heaven. We're going to be like, I don't know if there really is this place, but in my mind there is, so let me have it. Like in the library of Congress, there's, I, I think there's going to be a library in heaven. I hope. Or maybe it's a computer. I don't know what it is. But I, I know there's statues in heaven that show what we've prayed for. So like I hope that we go in there we're like, no way. Remember on this night when you got that word? And you started a church. Look what snowballed. But all we saw was him starting a church. Well, we didn't see that. He saw that. He saw that. But he didn't see the effect all the way down through eternity and people's lives being changed from one decision. So what's your book look like? Your book can only look similar or, or the same if you say yes. That's it. Otherwise, you're just going to sit there and go, well, I'm saved. Well, that's awesome, man. That's rad. I love salvation for people. That's like the bomb. I just don't want to get there and have a book of pages with just all white. I just don't want to get there and be like, oh, no way. And this book be like so gigantic that I can't pick it up. An angel comes and is like, oh, and he comes and he goes, there it is, son. There it is. Whatever they call you, you know, Bill, whatever or, you know, probably Michael on my, my name. It's a running joke. People have called me Mike my entire life. It's weird. And so, um, you know, and then me like flip open this book. And it's like, boom, on this day, I'm saved. And I flip over and see that. You know, if when you open your Bible and you see this, if this doesn't motivate you to do, I don't want my life to look like that. I don't want it to look like that. I want it to look like that. With stories written of people getting saved and delivered and set free and healed. And on and on and on and on and on and on and on. But that can't go unless we take it and say, that's it. We're going we're to change this valley. We're going to change my neighborhood. I'm going to change the Starbucks drive through we giggle, but come on, man. Hey, can I get a Starbucks? Hey, can you pay for the person behind me and tell them, be blessed? I had a Starbucks person say, you want me to say that to him? Absolutely, specifically want you to say it. 
I didn't say that, but inside I was saying, yeah, absolutely. I know what I'm saying to them with be blessed. Now I want him to say it. And then I, I, and then I, and then I end up going back to Starbucks to the same one, doing the same thing to the same guy every time he's there. People behind me are like, I hope that guy's working. Because <laughs> I'm speaking life into him, hoping that he's speaking the same thing, and then Jehovah Sneaky's going to get him saved somehow. <laughs> somehow. I hope I'm the guy that, that, that does it, but I don't really care. I just care that he gets to the kingdom. So maybe it's you. Maybe you're the one, but you won't do. So I want you to remember tonight. Man, remember tonight. And the anointing that you carry. The anointing that you carry. You carry it. Not, the, not just the pastors. You carry it. The saints. For the working of the ministry, you carry it. You get to go do the fun stuff. It's awesome. Amen? Amen. Man, I tell you what, tonight, tonight's one of those, I, I believe tonight's one of those nights again. We keep having them. Have you guys noticed we keep having these, these kind of like, oh man, these landmarks, yeah. nights? There's a reason. This is just this, the, the tip of the iceberg. This is the tip of the iceberg. Think, things, I was sitting down here while Pastor, Pastor Wade was, was giving the intro. I was about to explode. I was about to explode because the Holy Spirit, this is, he, this is one, one thing that he shared with me. <laughs> He's like, I want to blow the roof off of this place so bad. I wish you could understand it. And I'm like, well, I want to blow the roof off of this place. How, I mean, I want that to happen. And he goes, not, not, not worse than me. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh man, I want to know what that looks like for you. And then I started praying for Pastor Mark to know, because he's the one that needs to know, not me. <laughs> so then I'm sick, I'm sicking the Jehovah Sneaky, I'm sicking the Holy Spirit, going, well, tell him. Tell him that you want to blow the roof off of this worse than he wants to. And then, you know, Miss Amy's probably like, oh, man, that's going to cause a mess. <laughs> that's a lot of vacuuming. <laughs> I think she'll be okay with it. The Lord wants to use us so mightily, so mightily. Amen?